What's up, fam? Welcome back to another episode of The Waiting Room with your host, Alante Nicole, a space where we just help singles be sane, plain and simple. So, guys, I have had a very interesting week, and it's been a very, like, trying, um, inspirational moody emotional week and although I'm grateful for the opportunity to like experience life to have life to have you know the things that I have I find myself in modes and I guess pockets where I really start to question my existence and to question my own desires in a way where I'm questioning if I even deserve the things that I'm desiring. But let's get into it. So I know I'm a day late, you know, uploading this, guys. I'm sorry. I just really wanted to be intentional and make sure that I am completely present and making sure that I'm conveying the message that I really feel like God has put on my heart to convey in as accurately as possible because I don't want to ramble. But, y'all, so when it comes to, like, this singleness thing, I've really been like doing some soul searching and I've been really sitting down with myself thinking like, do I really deserve a spouse? Like, do I really deserve to be somebody's wife? I don't care how much I desire it, how much I want to be a wife and a mother. Do I deserve it? And and just walk with me through this, through this process. I'm like, I have done some messed up stuff in my life. I've been disobedient. I've used God. I've I've tried to manipulate him. I've been rebellious. I've been, you know, malicious. I've been all of that. You know, I've 
I've taken advantage of him. I've gave in to, to my flesh. I've made provision for my flesh. I've, you know, allowed myself to be subject to certain situations and dealing with heartbreak and just unnecessary stuff and you know, stuff that I put on myself that I definitely deserve, you know, like the soul ties and the emotional baggage, you know, just all that stuff that comes with being disobedient pertaining to relationships specifically because that's what the waiting room is about, right? And I started to go down this road like, God, I do deserve to be single. I deserve to have these feelings of being wanted, being needed, being desired, but not having them fulfilled. I deserve it. At times when it feels like torture or at times when it feels like you're being taunted or at times when you when all you can see or when you feel like all you're doing is celebrating other people and clapping for other people and being happy and being supportive and being there only to come back to an empty home, to an empty bed, to a quiet phone. I deserve it. Because look at all the crap that I did. I deserve this. Who's going to love me after all of the stuff that I did? Oh, and don't have any uh, residual consequences. Don't have that. Because who's going to love me now? And I was saying these things like to myself, you know, out loud. And some just like in meditation or whatever. And I'm just like, God, I know that these are really bad things to say. These are really, really bad things to say. But this is how I feel in this moment. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat them by going over scripture. Praying to you, telling you how good you are. How much I love you. How much I want to be the woman you have called me to be. How much I'm submitted to you. Or putting on a Maverick City song. Or, you know, just worshiping. I needed to be real in that moment. And I'm sharing this with you guys because I think it's important for us to talk about the ugly, the ugliness of waiting, the ugliness of trusting God, the ugliness of being, I mean, honestly, submitted. And sometimes, if you're like me, you're submitted without choice. Your your submission is, is beyond you at this point. You're kind of forced into submission. And it's not like, I'm not saying like I don't have free will or anything like that. But you just know when God has a pull on your life, when he has his hand on you. And you have no choice but to submit. Kind of like Jonah and the well. You know that story. If you don't, I suggest you highly go read it. But... I really wanted to share this with you guys because it's been dealing with me heavy, this negative self-talk that I have gotten myself into. 
even though I am extremely, I feel so good by letting all of those emotions out. Like I was crying to God. I was praying to God, then crying again. Then I stopped praying. Then I just started talking and, you know, I was just going back and forth, just having a real moment. Like I deserve this. And I don't deserve that. So I see why you're, why you're not giving it to me. And I started to feel this sense of like I was condemning myself. Like I was beating myself up emotionally. Nobody else was saying these things to me. I was saying these things to myself. I was breaking myself down. And then I had to just sit in it, like, just really sit and just listen to what I was saying. And then after I went through those emotions, after I did all of that, I kind of allowed myself to just feel. To feel, to feel every single emotion that decided to come to me at that time. And I think that we try to rush sometimes. We try to rush our emotions. We try to get through certain phases. We try to, all right, well, I'm I'm done crying. You know, let me get up and do something else. Or, you know, well, I'm done being angry. Or I let it all out. Let me go and do something else. Let me go distract myself. Instead of allowing ourselves to really sit in whatever emotions we're in at that time and seeing where we end up. I'm not saying go down this spiral, this this toxic spiral or anything like that. I'm not saying allow it to consume you, but I'm saying allowing yourself to really assess where you are and to feel where you are. And when I say feel, I'm not trying I'm not saying try to make a, a sense out of it. Don't try to Put logic to it. Don't try to explain it away. Just feel. And at that moment, I allowed myself to like, not only feel, but like, really, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess I started to like, not only feel, but also express. Like, really express to God. Like, even when it was times when I didn't have words to say, I would just say out loud, out loud, God, I don't even have the words right now to explain the wave of emotions that I'm feeling right now. But you know my heart. You know what's in it. You know what I want to say. So I need you to re- please read me. Read me. And I would say, like, I'm angry right now. I'm, I'm feeling guilty. I'm feeling grief. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm feeling disgusted. I'm, I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling jealous. Like, all of those emotions. And it was in that moment I, I didn't realize that by me saying these things, I was actually submitting them to him. And I find it very, very refreshing that everything doesn't have to be so formal with God. 
Like when we're talking to him, when, you know, we're expressing how we feel, when we're praying, when we know that there are things that we have to give to him, it doesn't have to be this entire production. It can be a simple conversation. It doesn't have to be this laid out version of words, this this cookie cutter version of of of, of prayer, but it can be raw and authentic. And the Holy Spirit just brought to my mind like you are submitting your emotions to Christ. You are laying your burdens down to Christ. You are, as you're doing that, you are picking up his yoke and giving him yours. And I find that so comforting. So comforting. Because afterwards, I did feel lighter. Yes, I still have those emotions where, you know, I'm, I'm still digging through, you know, just some grief and and some 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 regret and things like that. But I have a hope. Even through all of that, I still have hope. And I'm not saying just like I have hope that I'm going to, you know, have somebody, but hope that I'm still worthy. In spite of my shortcomings, I still have this hope that I'm still deserving and it's so contrary, it's, it, it seems so contrary to say, but I cannot explain it, y'all. Even though a part of me feels like I don't deserve it, a part of me still have, still has hope that I do, if that makes sense. It could be a flesh versus spirit thing, you know what I'm saying? My flesh thinks one thing and my spirit knows another, you know what I'm saying? Like, it could be that situation, but... This hope is keeping me from giving up. It's keeping me from walking away. It's keeping me from giving in to my old ways. It's keeping me from just giving it all up. It's keeping me from listening to those thoughts in my head that try to tell me to do things another way, if that makes sense. And I wanted to, like, really bear my heart here. And like I told you guys, I am very, you know, open with you guys and transparent. But people don't really have conversations like this where we talk about the ugliness and the the frustrations that comes with this. It's so good to uplift ourselves, to find things to do, to focus on our passions and everything but there are times when you just don't have it there are times when you are questioning there will be times when you are like going back thinking back to like your past and you're like man maybe that's why I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with now maybe that's why my life is like it is now because of what I did before oh if I could just go back oh if I could just do it differently I'm sure most of us have regrets. I'm sure most of us wish that we would have done things differently. Or I'm I'm sure most of us say, if I knew 
back then what I know now at this young age. I get it. But I also understand the scripture, Romans 8 and 28, for all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. I'm not saying that our consequences of our actions are a part of God's plan. I am not saying that. We know that God has a perfect plan for us, but sometimes we deviate from that plan. What I'm saying is that he can make something ugly. He can take something ugly and still get his point across and still make his word come to pass and still do what he said he was going to do and still be there for us and still, still bring glory to his name. That's what I believe. And that's why I believe for me, and that's why I believe for you all. I know it can get discouraging at times. I know that it gets hard. Sometimes you have to step away. Sometimes you really have to step away, and I'm not going to say isolate, because isolation can definitely be dangerous to some people. But you have to seclude yourself, you know, sometimes. Have an accountability partner or somebody that you can check in with. But sometimes you have to get away and really just like allow it to be you and your father. So he can say to you the things that he needs to say to you. And so that you can have an open heart. A clear mind and open ear so you can really receive what it is you need to receive during that time. I can say for me during this time I have like a second wind. I have a second wind, uh, another fire. And it's not like an emotional high. You know how sometimes we in church or we go through life and we have situations and we just feel super inspired. Like we got to. A burst of energy, a burst of inspiration, like we're on this high and then we crash. And don't do anything or don't feel any way we felt the day before. That's not what it feels like to me right now. And I pray that you experience what I'm experiencing. It's a new focus. It's a serenity. It's a calmness. It's a peace. That snuffs out fear, regret. Remember the Bible has told us like there's no condemnation. There's no condemnation. We are new creatures. And if you have to submit yourself every single day, we already know we have to die daily. But in addition to that, we need to submit daily. And I'm not talking about just our actions, but our thoughts. And submission, submitting our thoughts may not look like you kneeling down and praying to God formally. It could be you in your car or walking, you know, on your lunch break, like 
God, I'm not motivated right now, or God, I'm extremely discouraged. I'm so discouraged right now. I'm so scared right now. I'm so angry right now. I'm so jealous right now. You're submitting because you're being honest. And you're talking to him. But in the midst of that, allow space, allow time for him to talk to you back. Don't just keep talking and talking and talking, but allow some intimate times with him where you're just sitting there. Your phone is off, your TV is off or on silent or whatever. And you're just giving him that space and that time to speak to you without all of the noise, without the distractions, just you two. Because that's what he wants. And don't get discouraged if you do it, you know, the first time and you feel like you didn't hear anything. Keep coming back. Being still is a skill. And that wasn't, you know, on purpose of me, you know what I'm saying, trying to rhyme. But shout out to me, though. But that <laughs> that wasn't, like, on purpose. It was more of I'm learning that it's a skill because look at the world we live in. We're always on the go, right? We're constantly scrolling. We're constantly changing channels. We're constantly changing songs. It's very rarely that we're still. We have to take sleep meds. Maybe I'm talking to myself to sleep, to be still. What makes you think you're going to be still when it's time to meditate? Don't hear a ding from Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. You got a notification. Your face and your hands are going straight to that phone. You have to program and discipline yourself to be still. So, my prayer for you all this week is that you find a place to be still. And you get out of it whatever God needs you to get out of it. I'm not praying that you have the same experience as me because we all have our own journeys. But I am praying that you experience this peace, this calmness, this serenity that he wants to give you in this season, in this time. Especially while you're waiting. It's so easy to get anxious. It's so easy to get antsy. But that's the last thing God needs you to be. Anxiousness, worry is not from God. He tells us not to worry. He tells us not to be anxious. So I pray that you seek him in all things. I pray that whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're dealing with, whatever is is tormenting you, whatever is chasing you, whatever is taunting you, I pray that God releases you from it in Jesus' name. Until next time, prayerfully next week, pray for your girl. I will talk to you guys then. I hope this blessed you.
this encouraged you. I hope you got some substance out of it. And be blessed.